when the whole world is silent, even one voice becomes powerful. Malala Yousafzai. From the New York Times Human Experiences Collection, I'm your host, Malia Hussain, and this is The Human Condition. During tonight's episode, we will be continuing our exploration of how literary texts provide insight into the anomalies, paradoxes, and inconsistencies in human behavior and motivations, whilst retaining a focus on how this notion is best exemplified through Malala Yousafzai's world-renowned 2013 memoir, I'm Malala, and Angie Thomas's award-winning 2017 young adult novel, The Hate You Give. Although the portrayal of human experiences within tonight's chosen texts are of a somewhat differing nature, they share a multitude of unifying elements nonetheless. These being that in both texts, highly anomalous individual experiences of death are heavily delineated, as is the way these experiences allowed for the finding of one's political voice and the pursuit of justice by means of advocating for minorities, who in these cases were women and African-American people, respectively. An individual experience can be defined as a human experience that is singular, unique to, and experienced by one individual. In I Am Malala, when choosing to provide a first-person past tense recount on the vicious attempt on her life, Malala Yousafzai had chosen the non-fictional literary form memoir. Memoirs amalgamate history, memory, and personal feelings towards a certain event allowing the composer to elicit immediacy and veracity. The human experience of death, or in this case, of course, near death, occurred on the 9th of October 2012. Whilst on a bus in the Swat Valley District, Malala and two other female students were shot by Taliban gunmen in a retaliatory assassination attempt for Malala and her father's activism for women's rights to attain an education. This event, is detailed on page six of the memoir. My friends say he fired three shots. My friends led told me that the gunman's hand was shaking as he fired. The imagery in the mode of language or pathos embedded within the last sentence of the aforementioned quote, when combined with the inference that given Malala was unable to properly speak or witness these events, she had been required to reconstruct and by extension relive these events with events with the help of various witnesses of the shooting, friends and family, evokes both empathy for Malala and a deep sense of terror towards religious extremism within responders while simultaneously encouraging us to view the world differently and reflect on our humanity, be that as it may. The human experience of death gave reason and contributed to the finding of Malala's political voice solidified her dedication to fighting for women's rights to attain an education and finally intensified her vigour in standing up to the oppressor, who in this case, of course, was Taliban. Unlike in I Am Malala, in The Hate You Give, when choosing to create a narrative, Annie Thomas had chosen the fictional literary form, novel. Literary fiction, due to its subjective nature, leaves significant room for interpretation and the involvement of personal context, thereby allowing for both the challenging assumptions and the broadening of perspectives. The human experience of death here is also present. However, in this case, it is the death of a friend. In The Hate You Give, the protagonist, Scar Carter, witnesses the fatal shooting of her best friend, Khalil, at the hands of a white police officer 
Given that Khalil was unarmed, his murder dramatizes the process of dehumanization and vilification of African Americans in the US, allowing or rather forcing them to become scapegoats for the crime and violence that occurs in their neighborhoods. Khalil's characterization is reduced to a drug dealing thug who posed a threat to police and in this way makes Khalil's death his own fault. This event is illustrated on page 28, chapter 2 of the novel. Khalil doesn't move. He doesn't utter a word. His body stiffens and he's gone. I hope he sees God. Just as in I am Malala, the imagery and emotive language embedded within the last sentence of the aforementioned quote evokes both empathy for Khalil and a deep sense of terror towards police brutality within responders, whilst simultaneously encouraging us to view the world differently, challenge our assumptions, and reflect on our humanity. Be that as it may, the human experience of death in the hate you give, analogous to I am Malala ignited Scar's dedication to fighting for justice for Khalil and other African Americans killed at the hands of police, as well as intensifying her vigor in standing up to the oppressor, who in this case, of course, was the police. The message imparted through human experiences delineated within I am Malala is that the retention of education from women significantly impedes societal development, perpetuates poverty, and compromises peace. The purpose of this text, in regards to behaviours and motivation, is to, in her words, raise voice on behalf of the millions of girls around the world who are being denied the right to go to school and realise their potential. The text encourages the enforcement of women's rights to attain an education universally. Thus, there is an impetus for the public to take action and initiate change. These notions are best exemplified through the following quote on page 36, chapter 13 of the memoir. Education is education. We should learn everything and then choose which path to follow. Education is neither Eastern nor Western. It is human. Having used the personal pronoun of we highlights Malala's pursuit of equality. Additionally, the personification of education being human establishes that the attainment of education is non-specific or unrelated to culture and gender. On the other hand, the message imparted through the human experiences delineated within the hate you give is that no one should have to be discriminated against, subject to mistreatment, or killed solely on the basis of their race. The purpose of the text is in regards to behaviours and motivations, is to jumpstart an open discussion amongst responders on contemporary societal issues that remain pervasive in our current political climate. Police brutality, corruption and systemic racism within the justice system. The text encourages responders to question and challenge personal assumptions about law enforcement mechanisms. Thus, there is yet again another impetus for the public to take action and in initiate change. These notions are best exemplified through the following quote on page 437, chapter 26 of the novel. Khalil, I'll never forget. I'll never give up. I'll never be quiet. I promise. 
This quote occurs at the very end of the novel as Star's characterization has been fully developed and she finds, understands and promises to exercise her political voice to the fullest extent in her pursuit of justice. Thank you all very much for listening in and allowing us as the audience to investigate and continue our exploration of how literary texts, tonight's being Malala Yousafzai's illuminating I Am Malala and Angie Thomas's soul story, The Hate You Give, provide insight into the anomalies, paradoxes and inconsistencies in human behaviour and motivations inherent to the human condition. With that being said, I'd like to leave you with one last quote that I believe best encapsulates tonight's episode. What's the point of having a voice if you're going to be silent in those moments you shouldn't be? Star Carter, the hate you give. I'm your host, Melina Hussain, and this is The Human Condition. <laughs>